Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Why They Invested Healthcare Edition. I'm joined today by Sunny Kumar, a partner at GSR Ventures. Sunny, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Jared. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, I'm excited we were able to, to link up and get you on the show, and, and hopefully it won't be, won't be the last. Excited to, uh, to chat. Absolutely. Well, we, we keep these short and sweet, so let's dive right into it. I'd love if you could tell the audience a little bit about your background, and then from there we can talk about GSR and some of your recent investments. Sure. be my pleasure. So I'm actually a physician by training, did my medical training out here at Stanford. I have a background in artificial intelligence and informatics, primarily in the research realm. I decided to pair that with a MBA degree here at Stanford and um, decided to start my career in entrepreneurship, founded a company focusing on the natural language processing side uh, with a goal of reducing readmissions for patients with chronic disease. That was my first entree into applying technology in the healthcare realm. And through that, saw that there was real potential to significantly improve how we deliver healthcare. That brought me into the venture side of it, uh, where I now spend the vast majority of my time working with companies that are striving to significantly transform how healthcare is delivered. Uh, now I'm excited to tell you about a couple of the companies that I've worked with in the past few months and years. Let me tell you a little bit about GSR as well. So GSR, early stage technology focused venture fund, about three and a half billion dollars under management, deploying out of our seventh main fund, which is a $650 million vehicle, look primarily to lead investments in Series A, Series B stage companies, occasionally do some first time seed and Series C companies as well. Do invest across a variety of different sectors, but really focusing on healthcare technology these days, where we're looking to lead or co-lead those investments. And again, that emphasis on truly transformative companies. So not that interested in companies that are uh, looking to change healthcare by 2%, 3%, but really ones that want to transform healthcare delivery by 2x, 3x, 5x, in some cases 10x or even 100x or more. And that emphasis really on scale. So every company that we invest in needs to have that path to um, scaling to revenues, a billion dollars or more. That's the kind of impact that we're looking for really across the spectrum. And I can give you a couple of examples uh, in our portfolio that we've invested in recently. Uh, so one company that we've actually placed a relatively large investment in uh, is a company called Medable in the decentralized clinical trial space. This is a, a sector that's been building up over time, but recently has now seen a truly breakthrough in adoption. So and Medable has been fortunate to actually drive that breakthrough forward. This is a company that we've actually um, been involved with now for some time, but actually uh, have had the fortune to lead and co-lead several of the last rounds, including their most recent Series D, which is a uh, round co-led by GSR, Tiger Global, and Blackstone, um, that most recently valued the company at a $2.1 billion valuation. But the reason that got us so excited about the company was the fact that we've now seen the entire industry shift from being one that looked at this technology as something that potentially could see some level of adoption, could see some ability to shift from a model where patients may eventually go to a decentralized or hybrid clinical trial environment to one where there's now significant levels of adoption. And there are a couple of different factors underpinning that, but the biggest of which is that uh, 
patients really wanted to use this technology. And we now are seeing health systems, uh, providers, and most importantly, the um, actual folks that are running these clinical trials, the pharmaceutical providers and the uh, CROs, now seeing real value being created here. And that's led to a massive surge in adoption. If you look prior to the COVID period, it was really only two, three, four percent of clinical trials that were using some degree of decentralization. If you look today, the levels are now almost every single pharmaceutical company is using some degree of decentralization. And if you look at the trial level, probably about 50 or 60 percent of trials have decentralization embedded in them. And that number is only expected to go up over time. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean every trial is fully decentralized yet. So there's still a huge amount of growth but, uh, potential in this sector and industry. But we do expect this entire space to have huge uh, future potential to grow. And at the end of the day, that's just driven by the fact that um, there's immense value being created here as patients want to be able to receive this type of care in their own home to be able to in bring in patients that were previously not able to get access to these trials. There's no reason why a clinical trial needs to be restricted just to the trial site, and even more importantly, restricted to a trial site that you know, may only happen in a big academic medical center. By going to a decentralized model, you can bring in far more patients, increase diversity, increase inclusion, increase retention. I think that's the, the mission of a company like Medible, all with the goal of bringing more therapies to patients faster than was previously possible. Yeah, it's definitely, and, and you were able to, um, you've been involved now with the company for, for a little while now, right? It's been, um, how, how long exactly has it been? Our first investment in the company was done in early 2020. So it's been um, yeah, about, about two, two years. Yeah. Now. Um, and would you say they were on the earlier end at the time when you invested in them or were they right kind of in your sweet spot? They, they were a, a great example of a company that had, from our perspective, really just built out that product market fit, uh, but we're still on the early side of commercialization. This was also partially just due to the market um, still being early on the adoption cycle. Uh, but from our perspective, this was a market that had you know, huge potential, uh, just but, but overall was still early from the adoption curve. Uh, from our perspective, we saw that Medible had the right team, the right technology, the right product. And it was just a matter of the market catching up to them. Uh, we were very fortunate in that um, the market caught up very quickly due to some of the factors that I, I mentioned. But um, looking at the landscape, looking at the company, to us, it was clear that this was the company that was very well positioned to win. Well, uh, congrats on, on getting in at the, at the time that you did and continuing to have that, that strong relationship with them that you were able to you know, participate um, again. I would like to I'd like to shift focus to one of your your other investments if we can right now. Um, I know one of them you you were talking to me about was Alpha Medical. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Alpha Medical and then why you invested in them? Absolutely. So Alpha Medical is an asynchronous telemedicine provider with a focus on the women's health set, uh, population. And what we really love about this ties to that core thesis that we have at GSR, which is how to really transform how healthcare is delivered. So when we look at 
telemedicine in general. I think telemedicine solves a major problem. So if you look at many of the very well-established companies, which we respect, such as Teladoc or Doctor on Demand, they solve this critical problem in the world, which has to do with access. You know, how do you actually see a physician and, and telemedicine, whether it's on a call like this, which you know can mimic that Zoom experience, it solves this problem of, hey, the doctor may be someone somewhere very far from me, maybe hard for me to get there. Um, I, let me solve that with a video uh, type interface. Um, the challenge with that though, is if you actually look at the type of interaction that you have with that physician, if you look at the cost structure um, inherent in that, it actually doesn't change it very much. You know, The time you spend with the doctor is actually fairly similar. The overall cost um, to the system is very similar. Um, and as a result, if you're trying to change the cost structure in, in healthcare, Telemedicine by itself doesn't do that. Um, what Alpha does is it uses asynchronous telemedicine. So a patient will uh, go to a, a mobile app or web app interface, actually tell the, you know, in this form, let the physician know what's, what's going on, what his or her problem may be, and then have the physician review that on their own time, determine if there's a medical issue, come up with a diagnosis, and then if appropriate, prescribe a treatment by doing so, they can actually change the cost curve significantly. And by changing that cost curve, actually provide significant savings to the system and actually directly to the patient. And this is key. By providing that, that significant cost curve savings, they can actually change the dynamic of how healthcare is delivered. And this is actually seen directly right now. So in Alpha's case, they're able to address a patient population, those that may be underinsured or uninsured, actually provide that care far more cheaply than it would be uh, for the for those patients to receive care anywhere else. So you can go online, receive the, your diagnosis far faster than it would be if you were to get that care anywhere else, and far more inexpensively than it would be, especially if you're you know uninsured or underinsured. And that uh, value proposition is incredibly compelling to a, a wide swath of the population, especially those that may be in a part of the country that otherwise may be underserved. And we're finding that that value proposition is increasingly resonant. Um, and it's, it's interesting to see, and you know, it's somewhat unfortunate that this population may otherwise not have uh, gotten that type of attention, but increasingly we're seeing that there's more and more um, attention being paid and saying, hey, we need to make sure that we're serving the entirety of the country, that you know, we don't leave anybody behind. And we can use technology to make sure that they receive just as good care, if not better care, than you know, what we would do as kind of the standard, while making sure that we can do so in a, a cost-efficient manner so that you know, if, if cost is not a barrier to, to receiving high-quality medical care. So this is something that we're very passionate about. And if we can do that with technology, making sure that you know, equity um, is something that is paramount, is that's something that we absolutely believe at GSR and something that we believe that technology can absolutely accomplish. And, and I know there was, um, there was one other thing that we wanted to be able to, to touch base here with, with you today. Um, we wanted to go into, in terms of also if, if outside entrepreneurs that aren't within your ecosystem, right, they want to, they, they feel that they match the criteria that you're talking about here today. What's the best way, way for them to get in touch with you? I know a lot of VCs say it really, you know, a lot of it has to come from another, another like entrepreneur within their network, like, but how, how do you structure things at GSR? 
No, uh, we're, we're actually very open. So uh, we're happy to take inbound all the time. Uh, the best way to get a hold of me is email. So my first name and last name, Sunny Kumar at gsrventures.com is the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, you know, we are we are busy, but, you know, I think if you can send me an email with uh, with a pitch, I'm always happy to go through it. Uh, and I think that's usually the best way to get hold of me. You know, sometimes if something's not in scope, I'll, I'll let you know. But if it is in scope for, for us, I'm more than happy to take a look at it. Well, I, I want to thank you uh, again for, for coming on the podcast today and sharing some information about these investments that you made today, what they're doing, why you decided to invest, and also what's the best way to approach you. Uh, hopefully, we can have you on again soon to talk about future investments and, and just uh we're, we're starting to do some panels too. So hopefully we can get you on with some other VCs to talk about kind of industry trends and where things are, are heading. Um, we're, we're about to, to do a huge episode with four of the, the biggest names in virtual care on at the same time, which I'm really excited about to, uh, to kind of uh, talk about a, a big topic that I know everyone's going to be interested in, uh, but really appreciate you coming on here today and, and can't wait to stay in touch. Jared, it's truly my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.